Welcome to Men Alive, where we examine biblical principles for becoming conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, a consultant in adult education and director of Go Teach Global. Dr. Jim. Paul, you and I have traveled to Muslim regions where devout Muslims take their prayer mat, kneel in public, face Mecca, and pray five times a day. We've been to Buddhist regions where devout Buddhists have statues of the Buddha to which they offer fresh fruit, light candles, and pray many times a day. And we have been to Hindu regions where, again, the Hindu devotees do all manner of rituals to pray to one or more of their millions of gods. And I have been to North Korea, where the public is required to approach a 30-meter statue of the founding president, and now the president's son as well, and bow in worship of them. Let's consider for a moment this thing people call prayer. As a new Christian back in 1964, I heard about people praying, but I knew very little about the discipline and how to pray. As disciples of Jesus Christ, we recognize that prayer is talking to God. And whenever I see the wind move a flag or a leaf, I am reminded of a story in John chapter 3. It says, There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher. Come from God, for no one can do the signs that you do unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Do not marvel that I said to you, you must be born again. The wind blows where it wishes, and you hear the sound of it, but you cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes. So is everyone who is born of the Spirit. When we are born again, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside us. He then wants to control our life to help us become conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. The presence of the Holy Spirit within us is compared to the wind. We can feel the wind blowing, we can hear the wind blowing, but we cannot see the wind blowing. Wind is invisible, but it is always there, sometimes gentle, sometimes strong. And we see the results of the wind as we see leaves move, grass sway, and flags fly. Prayer is experiencing the presence of God. Scripture says, in him we live and move and have our being. The Apostle Paul, when visiting the city of Athens, found a monument to the unknown God. This is what he said to the Greek scholars. Men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are very religious. For as I was passing through and considering the objects of your worship, I even found an altar with this inscription, to the unknown God. Therefore, the one whom you worship without knowing, him I proclaim to you, God who made the world and everything in it, since he is Lord of heaven and earth, does not dwell in temples made with hands, nor is he worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, 
since he gives to all life, breath, and all things. And he has made from one blood every nation of men to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings, so that they should seek the Lord, in the hope that they might grope for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being. As also some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Therefore, since we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the divine nature is like gold or silver or stone, something shaped by art and man's devising. Truly these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent, because he has appointed a day on which he will judge the world in righteousness by the man whom he has ordained. He has given assurance of this to all by raising him from the dead. Do you believe Jesus is alive? Do you believe God is real? Do you believe the Holy Spirit lives within you? If so, then prayer is simply experiencing his presence, talking to him as you would with a friend, listening to him as you would a respected authority, reading and studying his written words to us, the Bible, as you would a love letter from your spouse. This is all part of prayer. He has all power both in heaven and on earth. He has all authority. He sets up kings and puts down kings. He is sovereign. He is called Lord Jehovah, King of kings and Lord of lords, Almighty, the Wonderful Counselor, Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father. This is the one to whom we pray. Jim, before we talk more about prayer, let me remind our listeners that this is Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham from Go Teach Global. At the end of the program, we'll share how and where you can ask your pressing questions of Dr. Jim, as well as get a printed transcript of this program. Pastor Peter Matenge from Nairobi, Kenya says, Men are missing in leadership in our culture. Women, wives, mothers, and daughters are giving the predominant leadership role in the home and church. Men need practical help and courage to graciously accept and lovingly fulfill their biblical roles. Dr. Jim's book has given us biblical insights and an understandable framework for this to begin. This book, Men Alive, Conforming to the Image of Jesus Christ, written by Dr. Jim Cunningham, is available on Amazon.com, and at GoTeachGlobal.com. Jim, sometimes when we travel, we get questions about prayer. One of the common questions is, does God answer every prayer? Quick answer is yes. Each prayer gets answered one of four ways, and each starts with the letter D. God will deliver, delay, defer, or deny. Let me explain. First, Deliver. Scripture says if we pray according to the will of the Father, he hears our prayer and is willing to answer that prayer as we prayed. The key is to first determine what is the will of the Father. Second, delay. We may be praying for the right thing, but at the wrong time. As a new Christian, I always wanted to visit Israel. 
I remember praying that way as a young Christian. There was nothing wrong with that prayer, but the answer was delayed until the time was right. Delayed for many years. Third is defer. God loves us and knows the intent of our heart and may decide in his sovereign plan to give us an answer to our prayer that is different or even better than what we asked him to do. And fourth is deny. Scripture says you have not because you ask amiss. The word amiss can mean we asked for the wrong thing or made an inappropriate request like a child might do in asking for a sweet just before dinner. One of our greatest investments of time as men is to pray for those in authority. I worked with Brother Andrew, founder of Open Doors International, for 38 years. Andrew wrote in his book, Light Force, that we need three things to bring the peace of Christ to a region. First, we need a heart at peace. As individual Christians, we earnestly desire to have a heart at peace, free from guilt, free from anger, and free to forgive. We can then practice biblical disciplines that evidence our love for one another based on personal reconciliation to our Lord Jesus Christ. Next, we seek a home at peace. As practicing Christians, when we have our hearts at peace, we desire to have a home at peace, free from abuse and violence. We base our adherence to biblical principles and reconciliation with one another within our family. Then we pursue a habitation at peace. After establishing our hearts at peace and our homes at peace, disciples of Jesus Christ desire to have our habitation or our community at peace free from fighting and conflict. We base our relations on principles of prayer and reconciliation with one another within our church, community, and country. Helpful thoughts, Paul. Let me wrap this session with a quote from another Paul, Paul Bilheimer, who wrote Destined for the Throne. He states, Perhaps our greatest weapon against Satan is vocal praise the missing element that is necessary to energize prevailing prayer that binds and casts out Satan is triumphant faith. And the missing element that is necessary to energize triumphant faith is praise. Perpetual, purposeful, aggressive praise. Praise is the highest form of prayer because it combines petition with faith. Praise is the spark plug of faith. Praise is the detergent that purifies faith. The secret of answered prayer is faith without doubt. Mark 11:23. The secret of faith without doubt is praise. Triumphant praise, continuous praise, praise that is a way of life. This is the solution to the problem of a living faith and successful prayer. The secret of success in overcoming Satan is a massive program of effective prayer. The secret of effective prayer is a massive program of praise. Job refused to curse God or charge God foolishly with his lips, even when being tested by Satan. Whenever Satan deals us a blow and a word of praise comes from our mouth, it shows him who's boss, the Holy Spirit living within us. It reminds our adversary that he's defeated, so when we resist him through praise and prayer, he flees from us. When we pray, men, we are talking to the Lord of heaven's armies, the one who made us, 
redeemed us and loves us as our eternal heavenly Father. King David said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. He has done great things. We serve a great God. There you have it, men. We serve a great God. And when we talk to him, we are talking to our heavenly Father, the one who made the stars, formed us in our mother's womb, and has the power to deliver, delay, defer, or deny so that we might experience His good, acceptable, and perfect will. For a printed copy of this program's teaching, or with any questions you may have, email Dr. Jim. His address is menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. For more information, go to our website at www.goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks, On behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to be men alive, conformed to the image of Jesus Christ.